Welcome to Game Breaking Feature, the podcast where we analyze and discuss common elements of modern video game design and development. My name is Stephen Bennett, and in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about GDC. Uh, it's it's Friday afternoon, GDC just wrapped up, and I'm here in our motel room with the, in the sketchiest part of town with Jared Bruner. Jared, what are you up to, man? Hey, uh, this is not a bit. Um, there's some sketchy shit going on outside the window right now. Uh, you may hear some sirens. That's just typical. You will. You will hear sirens. It's <laughs> not a may. It's not a may. It's a guarantee. Yeah, we in this part of town. We didn't even need our alarm clocks this morning. <laughs> no. it, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. The hotel it's, room it's itself the mo- is good. It's the Motel Six wake up call. I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, the worst part of it is I'm like sitting on the bed facing you and looking into your eyes as we like record a podcast. This is the first time we've ever been in the same spot. That's true. Yeah, we don't get many opportunities to actually look at one another, gaze longingly into each other's eyes as we're recording (laughs) episodes. That's terrible. (laughs) Well, Jared, um, I guess let's, let's go, let's go back to the beginning of, of our experience at GDC. How, how was your, your travels to San Francisco where GDC is held? Uh, it was raining in LA when I left, but, um, it wasn't too bad. As soon as I got to the airport, my flight was delayed an hour already. Um, so I, oh, I mean, how bad for you? How, <laughs> how terrible for you? Yeah. So how was yours? How was your flight? <laughs> oh, it, 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 mine was delayed for two hours. Um, the the plane that I flew on had to get out of San Francisco to come pick me up, and then bring, and then the the flight was going back to San Francisco, and I don't know, just with all the with all the rain and weather, it got delayed. I got delayed, which is my mo whenever I travel. It, uh, that seems to happen to me every time. It's cause I it's cause I fly like the shittiest airlines. I I I'm very cheap when I <laughs> when I book my flights, and uh, it always bites me. But I've never I never learned my lesson. Well, we made it, and we made it. We're here. Yeah, yeah. So we we made it. We're here. It's uh this is my first time being at a GDC. Have you ever? Or I mean, it's my first time doing any sort of public event like this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've never really done like Comic Con. I haven't gone to E three. Um, I have done Comic-Con. I have done Comic-Con in the past, um, but I've never attended anything like this in sort of a semi-professional role. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's hard to compare to those things, right? Because this is like, this is an industry event. There's mm-hmm. people who are professionals here and, you know, a lot of them get paid to be here. Less of a fan event. But, you know, it was it was good because there's still a lot to play. A lot of people showing off games. So I still had a good time and we came kind of later in the week. So it wasn't super busy. I don't know what it was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, for it being an industry event, we we, we got in on the expo passes, which are sort of the, the cheapest passes that are available to the, the public. And it really only allows us to get into a limited number of things. Um, I think earlier in the week, they were doing a bunch of like talks from high-profile professionals in the industry um, where, you, where you can attend and actually learn from the biggest names, like how to do certain things, like how to monetize your game or how to like work in a, uh, you know, game development environment. Um, I don't know what, I, I mean, we, we kind of came here, I don't know, like w- without a super solid plan. Like I, m- my goal coming here was to, to find put, like guests for our show to sort of spread awareness of our podcast and then also to make contact with some of our past guests, say hi and, and, and meet some of them face to face. But without, without having like a solid plan, I also kind of wanted to come here as just a fan of video games and just kind of take it in being, being my first event like this. It was, I mean, it was great. We got to meet, we met Jared from our discussion about 
mini maps and mini compasses. Maps, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we met up with Tanya shortly after that. Yep, Tanya from our um, representation episode. That was really cool. Who else did we meet? We met with uh, we saw Jenny today from yeah. from our uh, empowerment episode. Yep, we met Jenny and uh, <laughs> we met. Casper Van Dien from Starship Troopers, the ultimate <laughs> video gamer. He's not, he not a he, he's not been a guest on our podcast, but it didn't stop me from trying to get him on. Our oh show. man, I mean, I tagged him on Twitter, so I expected his agents <laughs> yeah, we'll, to get back to us. We'll, we'll try now. to get him on here at some point. Come on, Casper Van Dien. <laughs> Where's that Starship Troopers MMO I've always wanted? Um, so, what what have been some highlights for you, Jared, for um, your time spent here at GDC. I mean, we were only here for a couple of days. Uh, it just wrapped up, but what, what sticks out to you as being like one of the, the coolest things that you did or saw here? Um, we, you know, we went to a couple of talks of, you know, a couple from people that we, that we've had on the show. Uh, so when we met up, uh, and saw Tanya, she gave a talk. It was called, uh, diversity advocates Roundtable: mental health and self care. And in that one, they were just, these were kind of interesting because I wasn't sure what to expect when we went into these roundtables. Um, it's a bunch of people, whoever wants to attend, in a room with, I mean, tables all around the room, and they just sit and you share experiences or thoughts, advice, um, and a microphone kind of gets passed around. So it was, it's it's students trying to get into the industry, it's industry professionals, it's people like you and I who are who are just sort of there for the gaming uh, adjacent. I think yeah, someone gaming adjacent exactly said to us. <laughs> I, it was it was great because you get to you're in a giant conference building, you know, with thousands of other like-minded people. Um, some of them, you know, are directly involved in making video games. Some of them publishers. Some of them are like entertainment, like us. Mm-hmm. Um, but have seeing them in person and watch seeing them, you know, like the things that uh, are important to them and learning about the things that they go through in the, the gaming industry. Uh, I think that was a valuable insight for us is to like you know the the people behind the, the games, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, that's and that's a really great point because I think so often when we discuss games. I mean, even on our own show, sometimes we forget that it is there's people behind the game that make it. You know, it's real easy to be critical of something, which we often are, but then to understand that there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, <laughs> a lot that goes a lot that goes into it and, and the hard you know, work and the blood, sweat and tears of, of real life living people that all have their own struggles going on in their life. And we so Tanya's roundtable was one that we saw, but uh, today, on Friday, we also went and saw Jenny Scheuerle's. She ran a roundtable where they were talking about women in gaming, and the, the name of that one was I Am From The Future, Moving Past Women in Games. Um, and in both of these roundtables, um, you and I remained silent the whole time. Like, we didn't, we didn't really contribute to the conversation. Um, how, how did you feel about that, being in those rooms? our whole point is to be observers and, and, and be able to talk about the things that we see. Um, especially not being in the industry. It's like, I don't know how valuable anything that I would have to say would be to, to people who are actively doing it or looking for actual advice, trying to get into the games industry. Um, but at the same time is it was, it was great to like, see like the, the different types of things that these people go through. Um, coming from a film background, working in, t- in TV and film, it's really, the, there's a lot of similarities there of uh, women being underrepresented and, um, you know, just like people talking about, like, you need to make sure that you are getting paid what you're worth, you know, like being able to uh, 
um, figure out yeah, that's, like, that's the Tanya, value of that's your, Tanya's thing. Yeah, fuck you, pay me. Her, fuck you, pay me. Yeah, <laughs> I love like, that. I, it's great. Like you know, I wish I could just put that at the top of my resume because <laughs> ever since yeah. we started making uh, movies and doing video for uh, professionally, it's like people always ask for free stuff. And, oh yeah, they, and they they won't stop unless you stop working for free. So yeah. uh, realizing your value, I think, was a common theme a lot across all of these talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was I think it was good that we attended as sort of like silent participants, like in in the you know diversity advocacy and in the uh, the talk about women in the gaming space. Yeah, we we don't have anything I think really to contribute to that conversation in those you know at those kinds of events. So I think for us it it was. We don't we don't need to be the ones speaking all the time. I say that as people who are who are doing a, a podcast and talking about games. But it, it's something that I think a lot of other people could really learn from is like sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and like listen to other people tell their stories. Cause if all you ever want to do is like jump in and talk or jump in and add your your thing, you're not you're not listening. You're not taking in the message. So it was it was really nice, and I, I really appreciate Tanya and Jenny for having us at those at, at both of those roundtables and allowing us to to be there and and listen to the experiences of the other people who are actually living in the video game industry and dealing with um, with the issues that are that are facing them. And you know. I don't know how many times we say this on this podcast is like we come at this from basically fans of video games, we're mm-hmm. not developers. We don't have that experience, but you know, my hope was like by attending this and listening to the things that people had to say, that gives us a perspective on which t- on how we approach our, approach our discussions, um, you know, about each each mechanic, video game mm-hmm. mechanic, mechanic every week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it, it gave me a good insight of like the types of people that we we reach out to and and um, you know, we heard a lot from developers from all over the world different countries yeah uh and you know uh maybe you can bring it up but the you know we heard someone talk about gaming in madagascar and what that's like it's like oh yeah dude, i didn't, I didn't was, even uh, think about like how hard it is to do it when you just don't have power like the, the power goes <laughs> yeah. out several times a day so how do you how do you stay on on development track and schedule mm-hmm. and uh stay under budget yeah and that was at the the rami ishmael one reason to be uh talk and that one, that one was actually really cool too. Um, talk about like gaining a perspective on what development is is like around the world. That was uh, Rami Ishmael. He he gathered together um, speakers from major re- you know regions around the world. Um, I mean, <laughs> he he struggled with getting a lot of his speakers visas to come into this country and speak. I think he said like half of the initial people that he wanted to speak got their visas denied. And so he had to find backups and like of those backups, the majority had their visas denied. And then he had to find backups for the backups who had uh, visa issues as well. Um, So, I mean, that was only a problem for this year for some strange reason. For, yeah, for I don't know what changed. changed? I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. It's yeah. different this year, Where is it? <laughs> but, but, um, those struggles aside, he's, you know, he still managed to get together, uh, a really neat panel of people who spoke from different backgrounds about what very passionately too. It was, yeah, it, it was super touching, like just to hear everybody's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a, like a PowerPoint presentation, but every single one of them, um, for the most part was English as a second language. They, they had like a, they had perfect stories like it was it was great to mm-hmm. see like the hear the things that they had gone through just to be there and like the things that they they want to do and how 
they're developing their their own companies and their games, uh, overcoming those obstacles. Yeah, I mean, certainly casts a very bright light on American privilege when you're talking about things like, you know, uh, they're having to work long hours at a video game studio in Madagascar because they have rolling blackouts of power and you just lose power for five hours a day. You got to make that time up somewhere. So that, you know, they, they power through it. I think this whole, I think that whole uh, talk will be online at some point, right? I don't, I don't I know how so. that works. I, I know that they were recording it. I don't know if you have to have had a GDC or if it's just open. So they do uh, they do publicly publish some of the the talks, not all of them. Some of them you have to yeah you have to have attended at a certain pass level, I think, in order to to view them. I'll have to follow up on that later, and we'll we'll tweet it out because yeah we yeah. attended and I just thought it was it was a great talk. I'm sure there were a lot of great talks. I mean, there was something going on every hour in every room. Oh, for like, sure. So. Um, you know, we, we couldn't attend the majority of them, but, um, I think it was a, it, from the perspective of what we like to do, like the stories that we like to tell and let guests share their experiences with. Uh, I think if, if you're a fan of this podcast, you'd really enjoy what he had to say. Yeah. But we, we weren't just there for the talks either. We were there as fans of video games. Uh, did you see any, any new video games that, uh, struck your fancy that well i got to play vr for the first time oh yeah how was how was that how was your first time under the hood of vr um you know it was the virtual virtual boy oh my god star fox (laughs) dude i i it's so funny because i thought you had already tried vr i didn't realize that that was your first time yeah i've tried i've tried um vr in the sense of uh like 360 video so i put on a headset and that's all it was you know it was interactive um but we went to the oculus booth i got to play vacation simulator um there are objectives, but I just kind of threw beach balls and frisbees into the robots' faces. That's the point. I think. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's what you do. In They're that like, game. "Here's how to build a sandcastle." I'm like, "Nah, fam. Let me just <laughs> knock this stuff into the water." Um, I mean, is it the is VR the future of gaming that you thought it would be, or was this just not enough to make up your mind on that? Or well, I think they gave me like a solid like five, maybe ten minutes on, on, with the this headset. Um, and I did walk away from it. Like at the time, I was like, "Well, that was enough of that." I think, but I did want to do more. It, it definitely gave me like that VR bug, where I was like, "Man, I kind of want to. I want to mess around with this more." Um, I don't know if I'm going to go out and buy a headset tomorrow, but you know, it definitely renewed my interest. Um, you know, from a different perspective. Uh, any any games that that stick out to you? We played a lot of indie games. We we hung out at the indie booths for a while. Uh, we we talked to a lot of great developers from also from all over the world. Uh, today we a lot of, we, a lot of uh, Brazilian developers, which, yeah. was, which was cool. And I don't, it wasn't like a conscious effort we made, but it, it just happened to be like a lot of the games we stopped by happened to have uh, Brazilian developers behind them, which is cool to know that that part of the world is um, busting them out. What was the game? So we, the one that we played at the very end of the day today, I walked past it. I was like, man, that looks exactly like Contra. And then uh, that one of the publishers was there promoting the game, talking about. It. He's like, "Yeah, it's like a mix between Contra and Metal Slug." It was something Chrome. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. I, I really liked it. They nailed the aesthetic of like oh, oh yeah. retro, well, like Contra. When I was looking, when I when I was looking at that game, uh, I couldn't tell if it if they were running like an old and like actually just an old retro game I wasn't familiar with on a big screen TV, but they they nailed the the look of it. But it was cool. We were talking to the publisher for that game, and he was saying that in Brazil, the Sega Genesis was a a huge success like very influential on the um the the generation at the time that it came out he's saying they still sell sega genesis at the electronic stores there um so it's not a surprise that 
you know, we're seeing developers now with an, you know, with an affinity for that kind of style, that kind of look of that, uh, whatever that was, 16-bit generation? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it was really cool. Um, one of the other things that really stuck with me was uh, Jared Huntley was actually part of a, a program called Train Jam, which he oh, did yeah. on the way here, right? Like they did it on their way to GDC? Yep. So yeah, Train Jam, they, <laughs> I guess it's been getting bigger and bigger over the years, but they just rent a train, which is something you, you can, can do, do. Yeah. Which, is a, which is a thing you can do. And they take off from, I think he said it was Chicago. Yeah. And they just, they just ride the rails all the way to San Francisco. And I think it was like 250 people or 300 people, something like that. Yeah. All- they're, they're given like a, a, like a, like a starting point. Like I think the theme was Odyssey for this yeah. year's train jam. Yep. And they, 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 have, they, they formed teams on the spot at the train station and get to work. Yep. And you just, over the, whatever it is, 50 hours it takes to take a train from Chicago to San Francisco. Everyone just jams on making a game. But I, I and I followed him on Twitter as he was doing that stuff. There was, I mean, it was, it looked like a blast. Cause like they were playing, people were playing guitar and playing different instruments and like, like, yeah, they're making video games, but they're also really just enjoying themselves, which is, I mean, hopefully what, a lot of people get to do when they're making games, but you know, yeah, very cool, very cool, like thought and exercise. We've done um, forty-eight hour film challenges in the past. Oh, there it is. There's the sirens. I hear them. <laughs> yes, here. It's like angels. Um, yeah, so we played a couple of those games. There, I mean, there was like there was a, like a ton of games. Like we didn't get to mess with all of them, but yeah. we spoke with one of the other guys who was on it. He said he had a really good time. I think he was like a web developer trying to get into yeah to um, game making. So. And what, I mean, what a, what a great way to do it, you know, to, yeah. to meet up with a bunch of peers in the industry and contribute your knowledge as a web developer to game design. But at the end of the train jam, you've got a video game to show, you know, so if you're trying to break in the industry, you, now you've got something to put on your resume, something playable, like, look, I made this game. Look, it, yeah. You can it, show it to people. This is like an actual physical mm-hmm. thing we did. Rather than just being like, Hey, I did web development. Now I want to try to transition into game development. Now you got something physical to show. So it's really cool. I mean, if, if you're listening to this and you're interested in game development, look for one of these jams. Cause I know they go on all the time, all around the country. I see them pop up on Twitter all the time, but it, it does seem like a really cool way to, to network and, just you know get a get something made get something out into the world what about you was what was your favorite part of like i guess the everything that we saw like did you play any games that you really that stuck with you um I, one of the highlights for me i mean there's a there's a lot of really cool stuff like obviously i really i i liked seeing um the past guests that we were able to meet up with like tanya like jared jenny um alex fogelman um it was cool to meet up with all of them. Oh, yeah, we got to tour the the PlayStation offices mm-hmm. with, with Alex. You know that that to me was was a really nice highlight of the event. But the one of the other really cool things I was able to do was um, we we just happened to like meander past the Amazon booth on the expo floor, and um, just like in the back of my brain, I went, "Oh, I think um, Garnett Lee, the man who used to host the Weekend Confirmed podcast, I think he works for Amazon now." So I just kind of asked around, like, "Hey, is is Garnett Lee here? Does he happen to be working at this booth? And, uh, sure enough, he was there and I got to meet him. And, uh, for, I think I've mentioned it on here before, but if I haven't like weekend confirmed and the work that Garnett Lee did with Jeff Kanata and Christian Spicer and, uh, and their whole team over there has, has been a big influence on me and my podcasting. So for me to finally meet the man who, who started it all, 
um, that, that was really cool for me. And, you know, to just talk with him about his experience of moving from video games, journalism into working in the industry. It was cool to hear how he put, uh, <laughs> his, his education into practice, which, uh, what was it, like architectural engineer. Yeah. Like city <laughs> architectural design or something. Yeah. Like, like, like what a crazy background. I, yeah. I, I didn't even know that about him, you know, having listened to that podcast so long ago. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't realize that that's where he had got his, you know, and what a super education. nice guy too. Like we, we kind of approached him. He didn't know who, he didn't know who we are. Yeah. Um, but you know, some of his, his coworkers told us when he would be around. So we kind of swung by and, uh, he, he was more than happy to chat us up and, and talk about it. So it was, mm-hmm. it, it was really nice. I am not as familiar with him as you were, but, um, he, he seemed excited to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, I mean, everyone that we've run into has been super friendly and maybe it's just because of the nature of an event like this where, I mean, people are here to network. I mean, it's not like someone's going to turn you away if you want to talk to them. Everyone's here to talk to people. Um, but yeah, everyone, everyone that we've met so far has, has been, has been really nice and, and very generous with their time when we had questions for them and, and stuff like that. Uh, we also run into like a, a small indie game, um, for build for Fortnite. I think it was, called. Oh, have I you think, heard of this? Uh, I mean, I think, I think I saw it around it's like some but, small studio, yeah, some, small studio. Um, <laughs> some small studio had this probably like 2000 square foot booth set up <laughs> with like a lounge and, and multiple playstations and xboxes had tournaments going uh people streaming Fortnite, and in the middle there was a uh, uh you know when you think of a, ro- a mechanical bull except it was a llama <laughs> except it was the a pinata, pinata a yeah. llama pinata uh and people were riding that so you know it's not all it's not everyone's all work here everyone's here you know it's the the little indie devs all the way up to the big dogs but yeah. it's it it was cool i mean i didn't know i had no idea what to expect when we walked in the door i i mean i know it's sort of like a professional networking event i mean if anything i i felt like it was there was more fandom to be had like there's like the overwatch tournaments and the, the Fortnite thing it was like as i was impressed that they had stuff like that when i kind of expected more of a professional thing if i expected anything i didn't really know what to expect to be honest but it, it was cool and i thought there's plenty to see and everyone's hygiene was impeccable that's true that's true <laughs> yeah um maybe sometimes that doesn't get mentioned enough but uh it's probably in the code of conduct yeah well <laughs> and i mean i'm not even joking when i say that i there was a moment where i stopped with jared and i was like hey people's hygiene is actually pretty damn good here. Yeah. Uh, but it, I know some of those things you saying at a lot of game shops and car oh, yeah. shops, it could be questionable. It can, yeah. It, it can get pretty, pretty grody, but, um, but yeah, so thank you to everyone who attended GDC for <laughs> showering and, <laughs> and bathing properly before going to the event. I mean, it's a week long event. <laughs> like you gotta just take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we, did we accomplish what we wanted to in going out to, to coming out here to GDC? I hope so. I mean, we met a lot of great people. We, we gave out business cards to um, some people whose games we got to play. They were more mm-hmm. than happy to talk about their games. Um, some people from different countries, it would be, be great to meet, uh, have a discussion with some of them. We, you know, we're going to reach out to whoever we can and the people that we spoke to and, uh, you know, help them, you know, what small audience that we can provide them with. And they seem excited to just talk about video games. It's like mm-hmm. that's one thing that people don't get tired of is talking about their own work. Yeah, yeah. I was, again, like I had, I don't know, my, I didn't know what my expectations should be for this kind of event. So I'd kind of planned for a lot of things. Like I had scheduled a bunch of talks that I wanted us to be able to go see and people I wanted us to be able to meet up with. And I, I mean, I, more or less, I think we got, we got to most of it. Uh, so I think, I think it was successful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, hopefully by being here and, and meeting some people, 
coming up on our podcast, we'll, you know, we'll have some interesting guests coming your way. Cause I, we, we've definitely talked to some really cool people that had really cool products to show while we were there. What's next? Go home. Actually, I'm going to have a couple drinks probably. not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many people are hanging out now. It seemed like this is the end of the week. A lot of, a lot of people are getting uh, pretty exhausted from the everything, all the stress throughout the week. So uh, we're going to go hang out with some of our friends who live here and, I don't know, just relax and enjoy the rest of our trip, head home tomorrow, and uh, maybe do it again next year. I, I would like to expand, uh, have even more people to, to go see their work. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we're, we're only a year into this and you know, we, we release an episode every two weeks, which means that we've done 25 of these, 26 of these. Yeah. Um, but you know, hopefully, you know, as we continue to do this podcast, uh, you know, the, the number of people that we'll be able to go to GDC and meet up with, will just grow and grow. Cause it, it's it's really cool to show up and be like, hey, I you know I know you from talking to you online, but now I get to actually see you in the in the real world and and we can talk like human beings instead of <laughs> yeah yeah it was great <laughs> instead of just over the internet. All right, was there any uh, anything else you wanted to get in before we wrap it up? No, I think that's it. Um, you know, this is like our little bonus episode, so don't worry, there will be another one coming up. Our regular schedule will continue on that and if you'd like to follow along our 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 photo journal of our gdc event (laughs) if you want to see a picture if you want to see a picture of us with uh casper van dean casper van dean (laughs) follow us on twitter yeah it's the uh we documented it well i think yeah yeah (laughs) and and uh if you're not following us our our twitter handle is at gb feature um all right well i guess that's gonna do it um I don't know. How do I typically wrap these things up? Normally, I have a script. I don't have my script in front of me. Um, yeah. You can find me. I'm at Jared Bruner on Twitter. Where are you at? Are you on social media? Uh, I Occasionally, I'm on social media. <laughs> I'm at Steven underscore the gamer. And, uh, you know, it's okay to disagree. <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm all of my element. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to us uh, chat about video games and GDC. And uh, like Jared said, it's okay to disagree. Just don't be a dick about it. Thanks, man.